0: Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between, I'm your host Mayla. I did not know it was daylight savings, like I set my alarm to wake up at like 9.45 and then I look at my phone and my phone is like 10.15 but my alarm clock was so far behind, my alarm clock was an hour behind and so I was not putting pieces together I was like what happened like i was supposed to wake up earlier but then I realized it was daylight savings because I thought daylight savings was going to be tomorrow and I was going to lose sleep on a school night which would have been really bad because I already don't get enough sleep but anyways I was just random but this past month I am just done like I am so done with school with life right now like I am just so done I've been feeling so drained and exhausted like it's to the point where I just go home and just wanting to do schoolwork and homework and studying it's just killing me I have no energy for that kind of stuff right now and I'm just so burned out and I know I'm burned out and I know when I made my episode on this podcast burned out I was talking about, oh, you know, you need to take a break when you're burned out. I'm taking breaks, but a one-day break or a weekend break is not enough. I took a break yesterday, but I think because when I was burned out, even though I allowed myself to take this break, my little quote-unquote break was just filled with me worrying about how much work I wasn't doing and how much stuff I would have to do because I took this break so it wasn't even a break for me and I'm finding it really hard to just relax and take a break and just drop everything and chill because I am just having I'm having trouble prioritizing myself and That's kind of what this episode is going to be all about. Why is that happening? That's happening for a lot of people right now and all of that. So like I said, I've just been at my breaking point. It's near spring break, so I'm obviously stressed because we have a lot of tests and projects and all of that in school right now and just it feels like everything is happening all at once with all my extracurriculars and just Everything feels like I have so much on my plate and I don't even know where to begin working on it. I'm so overwhelmed and I can't take this break that I need to take because usually when I'm stressed and it's like the spring, the summer, the fall, I will go outside and ride my electric scooter and it sounds stupid But riding my electric scooter is literally my favorite thing in the whole world because I listen to music, my hair is like in the wind, the wind's on my face. It is so stress relieving and I can go do it for like 30, 45 minutes and it is just so stress relieving. Or if I'm stressed, I can go get ice cream or do something outside, go in the sunlight, get out of the house but I can't do that now because it's winter, it's cold, it's gray outside, there's no leaves on the trees, there's no color anywhere. And I realize that I feel like I'm experiencing this seasonal depression that a lot of people tend to go through when it gets cold outside and when the weather just gets so gloomy. And I just wanna make it clear, I'm using this term like seasonal depression as a broader feeling of just gloom and fatigue during the winter months. I'm not using seasonal depression as an actual medical diagnosis. So I just want to make that clear because I don't want to mislead anyone. I'm just talking about this broader feeling of feeling depressed, feeling gloomy and just down because of the weather. So I just want to make that clear, but anyways, that's how I realized I think I'm going through this seasonal depression, this feeling of gloom because of the weather. So I wanted to make this episode to help me and help you start finding peace in life again, start falling back in love with life again, and also just to talk about seasonal depression because I do think seasonal depression affects everyone. And again, remember not, the, not talking about the actual medical diagnosis, just a broader feeling of fatigue and tiredness during winter months. But I feel like a lot of people go through this seasonal depression. I feel like almost everyone goes through it and that can be in varying amounts, varying degrees of how much the weather actually affects our seasonal depression. But at some point during the winter, it's cold, it's gloomy, It's, you're just sick of it and it's just like, I'm done. I'm done with the winter, I can't do it anymore. That's where I am right now. So what actually is seasonal depression? Basically my life right now. Basically my life right now because I go home from school. Okay, let me give you my little after school routine. So every day I say, I'm gonna go home from school and do my homework right away. But normally, what I used to do when it was warm out is I would go home from school, ride my scooter, sit outside in the shade and read, do something, again, outside the sunlight. I would be encouraged to to be more productive because of the warm weather. But now that warm weather's gone, sunlight's gone, can't do anything I like to do outside anymore because it's kind of at that phase where it's still really cold but it's cold enough that it doesn't snow like five inches so you can't really do anything in the snow so i go home from school and i always promise myself i'm gonna do my homework but then i say no like i need a break like i've been doing school for six seven hours i need to just chill so i go home i watch an episode of a tv show oh i'm currently watching pretty Little Liars. I'm on season two and I actually really like it. But anyways, I've been binge watching it. But anyways, so I go home from school, watch an episode or two Pretty Little Lies. By the time I start my homework, it's like 4.45, five o'clock, 5.15, somewhere in that range. And then I end up working really good and up until dinner. When I have dinner, it's probably like 6.30. Then when I have dinner, it is so hard To get myself to come back upstairs to my room, back, start doing work again because it's like dinner is like my break but I can't get off this break because I'm just so burned out from constantly working all the time and it's like I need a break. like I need spring break to come. A weekend is not enough because a weekend I still usually have a lot of homework to do. So... It's just that feeling of like procrastination, like I can't do this anymore. That feeling of the weather is making me procrastinate, it's making me just tired all the time. Like I, I'll i go home from school, I won't even be tired and then I'll get tired when I'm like in my bed watching TV. And it's just because we don't have that sunlight shining through the room. It's just dark, it's gloomy, it's cold. You go outside, You're just you just wanna go back inside. So that's that whole idea of seasonal depression. It's when the weather makes you so down. You just feel depressed. You feel tired. And something else about how the weather has affected me is I, I'm not a morning person. I'm 110% a night person. I like doing work at night or doing something random at night and then sleeping in. I hate waking up early. I can't do it. Like, I don't care. I will never wake up voluntarily earlier than 9. I can't wake up in the dark. For school, I wake up at 6.30 or if someone else is giving me a ride, I wake up at like 6.45. But I just can't wake up in the dark, wake up to a dark room. It is so hard to get out of bed when everything around you sorry if you can hear my stomach growling I haven't had breakfast yet which probably was a mistake but waking up in the dark and just the room is dark you're in your warm bed when you get out of bed you're cold your feet are cold I my feet aren't cold because I sleep with socks which might be kind of weird but sometimes they're cold if I'm not wearing socks it's just it's so hard it is so hard to wake up in the dark and wake up You're already waking up early. I already don't get enough sleep, so I'm already tired. But then just not waking up to sunlight, which actually would motivate me to wake up, is so difficult. That is literally my least favorite part of winter. Number one least favorite part. I cannot stand waking up in the dark. But at least the weather is starting to get not warmer, but the days are starting to get longer. So at least that's happening. But when it was the beginning of winter and the and it would get dark at 5 p.m., I just, I couldn't. It was just too much. I need sunlight. I need to go outside. I need to do things outside and hang out outside. It's just too much. And especially around this time when schoolwork starts to pile up and you have bad weather, it Equals the perfect formula for major seasonal depression. Seasonal depression starts, I already mentioned this, but it basically starts because you have this lack of sunlight. And a lot of times, a lack of sunlight really has such a detrimental effect on your mind and your mental health because you need sunlight. You need the sun on your face. You need to feel sunlight. So that lack of sunlight is really harmful. Again, I mentioned this, but bad weather, when I say bad weather, I don't mean like a blizzard, which I don't think is completely bad weather, but bad weather, like, it's just cold outside, it's windy, there's no sunshine, whatever. Bad weather, you can't go outside with friends. I loved in the summertime going with my friends. I would bike everywhere. I liked getting ice cream or just hanging out outside, listening to music, chilling outside. In the sun, going to the pool. I literally everything I would do with my friends in the summertime was outside. And I would scooter outside. I mentioned love my electric scooter. All of my favorite things to do involve the summertime, and I can't do those with this cold weather. Like, I am not going scootering outside on a scooter that goes 10, 15 miles an hour with the wind right in my face, like giving me hypothermia like not hypothermia you know it's an exaggeration but I am not doing that so that also again contributes to the seasonal depression not being able to do the things you love this lack of sunlight and then this is kind of weird but it is so relatable I know it's relatable but it's gonna sound like kind of random losing your summer tan a lot of people get really tan in the summer or just losing your clear skin I don't know. Probably because you're not stressed out about school or whatever work in the summertime. A lot of people's skin gets clearer in the summer. You get more tan. You just feel more glowy and fresh. Your hair tends to be more healthy, and it's just you just feel more pretty. At least I feel a lot more prettier in the summertime than I do in the winter. And in the winter time. I just I feel so gross and my self-confidence I won't say it's bad but it's definitely worse than it is in the summertime because in the summertime you know I, I usually get really tan my skin gets really clear it's just my freckles tend to come out a little in the summer I just feel so much prettier in the summertime in the winter I feel gross and honestly this feeling of just not being happy with your appearance not liking like how you feel just feeling gross it honestly impacts my mental health and i won't deny like i don't this might sound like silly like oh your appearance impacts your mental health it 100 percent does and my hair i remember i say i remember this was a couple weeks ago but my hair was getting so long and just gross i had to get it cut so I got a haircut because I was so down. It was making me feel like disgusting. I would wake up and just look at my hair and I would be like, oh, I literally hate how I look. And in the summertime, you know, my hair gets lighter. I feel like it's just more healthy in the summer. I don't know what it is. It just, the summertime brings out the radiance in my hair. But I had to get a haircut because I was so down. And still, I just feel like, Ugh, I just feel so gross that's why I'm really excited to go on spring break because I'm going somewhere warm so I'm just I'm so excited because I need that feeling of being tan clear skin just everything is just perfect in the summertime but again you don't have that in the winter so in the winter time our self-confidence tends to go down because we think we aren't as attractive or we just feel like less of a person when that's really not true at all but you know the circumstances of bad weather that's bound to happen so that's also another key factor of the seasonal depression winter seems great at first don't get me wrong i've been talking about all the things oh winter brings with it lack of sunlight bad weather winter seems great at first I was actually excited for it to get cold at first because I was like, ooh, clothes. Like, I have all my new sweaters, my scarves. I can't wait to pull out my winter fashion because I, the one thing about winter is I think I like winter clothes more than summer and spring clothes because there's just a lot more you can do with them. But I was excited to pull out my winter clothes. I was like, ooh, it's gonna snow. I can go sledding. I can play in the snow with my friends my brother, I can make a snowman, I don't even know, I actually didn't make a snowman all winter, but I can do fun things in the snow. And just the whole being in bed, curling up, watching a movie while the snow is falling outside, I love that feeling. So every time it gets hot, I wish for the cold weather, I wish it was winter, and I don't appreciate what I have now, and vice versa. Like, in the summertime. I'll remember it just being so hot. I wanted to use this word to describe how hot it was being because I found it in the, I do the mini crossword every day, the New York Times mini crossword. I forget what it was. Um, I don't know. That's swelting, sweltering heat. Yes, it's so, the heat is sweltering. It's so hot outside that I'm like, I need it to be cold. I wish it was winter. Because then you can bundle up in your winter gear so you're not really super cold in the snow. But in the summer, like, you're already wearing the least amount of clothes you can wear. Like, you don't have anything else you can do. It's just really hot and you're sweating. And it's like, that's kind of the the sticky, miserable side of summer. So then that leads me to wish for the cold. Wish for winter. And instead of appreciating all the other things I can do in the summer, like biking with my friends, like hanging out on the deck and just, I don't know, just hanging out outside, instead of appreciating that because it's going to be gone in the winter, I just keep wishing for the winter and vice versa. But I honestly think wishing for the summer and the winter is kind of a a legitimate thing because the winter truly can be miserable, but... I'm trying to work on that, and I advise you, whoever you are listening to this, also try doing that. Try to appreciate what you have now, because every time it gets hot, you wish for the cold. Every time it's cold, you wish for the warmth. And again, kind of going along with this, winter starts off great. We're like, yes, it's cold. The summer's been so hot. I'm so sick of it. I can't wait. It's getting colder. Yay. And it's this huge change from the warmth. I think that's the reason winter seems so appealing, is because it's the complete opposite of summer. And sometimes fall can feel like summer because it's just so warm, which partly due to global warming. But the fall can seem so warm that when it when it's actually winter, it's just a complete switch from normalcy, what we are used to, what we've been used to for the past five months so that's why winter is so appealing at first because it's just a change but then it gets old real quick well I won't say it gets old real quick because the first half of winter with winter holidays Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa the first half is fun but then after the holidays the gift shopping the receiving gifts the holiday parties, the two-week-long break, after that, all of that, the anticipation, after that's all over, there's really nothing to look forward to. And so the seasonal depression is caused when we can't find anything that makes us happy or anything to look forward to. Because if you don't have anything you're looking forward to, it's like, the days become monotonous, you keep doing the same thing over and over again without having any change in your life, any change in your schedule, you have no upcoming holiday that you're excited to celebrate, you have none of that. And so that's where the seasonal depression starts to kick in because when it's warm out, you don't necessarily need something to keep you going because there's something new to do every day with this warmth. But in the wintertime, you need these goals not goals you need these landmarks and not landmarks oh my god you need these checkpoints in your life to say oh my gosh I'm getting closer to this I'm getting closer to this it's worth it I gotta keep pushing towards that so it's important we find those checkpoints not I don't know what the word I want to use for that to describe is but it's important we find those things those things those things that make us happy that we look forward to and I remember falling into that trap of oh the first half of winter it's great and then the second half of winter is just there's nothing there's no holidays that's when the real seasonal depression kicks in and I think honestly it's partly due to we ourselves like as humans we associate like Christmas, the winter holidays, snow, New Year's with the first half of winter. So the first half of winter is glamorized because we have all these events, everything, so many fun things. We're not used to the cold. We're not used to the snow. It's different from the warmth that we've been living in for the past five months. So we associate these things with the first half. They all happen in the first half. But then the second half, there really isn't any holidays that's grounding us, that's keeping us pushing forward. So we start to associate exams before spring break or whatever, a lot of test projects when you come back from break, cold, gray, bad weather with the second half of winter. Because even though the first half of winter has cold, gray, bad weather, it's countered by Winter holidays, New Year's, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you name it. So those holidays make up for the fact that the weather sucks. But then the second half of winter, you really just start to focus on the weather because you have nothing that's keeping you, that's stopping you from doing that. You don't have holidays to distract you from the weather. The snow is like, okay, I'm over it. Like, okay. And then especially when it gets warmer in March, it's still cold, it's still winter, but it's not cold enough that you can have snow. So then it's like, well, we don't even have the one good thing about winter. Now it's just cold, gray, blah weather. That is when the real seasonal depression kicks in, for me at least. Other people, maybe you don't even like the holidays. Maybe it kicks in for you the day it drops below 32 degrees. But for me, I my seasonal depression starts to kick in the second half of winter. Going back to school after having two weeks off is so hard. And then just not having any breaks, not having anything. It really takes a toll on you. To help with seasonal depression, to help get out of this only focusing about the weather kind of portion of the winter... We need to change our mindset about the second half of winter, and we need to find stuff to look forward to. I already mentioned this, but again, the first half of winter, we have these holidays that we're looking forward to. What is there to look forward to in the second half of winter? Nothing. Or is there? It's all about finding that stuff, finding those visions, those endpoints, like, This is what I'm working towards, this is my enjoyment, I'm going to get there, and I'm going to have a great time, and this is what I'm still moving on to do. You shouldn't be looking forward to going to bed at night, and I actually saw, this is going to sound so stupid because of how much I complain about this app, but I saw a TikTok And the TikTok said, this was a while back, but I always think of it, it's just stuck with me. The TikTok said, your favorite part of the day should not be going to bed. You have a million other things you do in a day. Your favorite part of the day should be one of those things. Pick one. And this honestly changed me because before, when I saw that TikTok, I... I really needed it at the time because it was just winter again, seasonal depression, and I was just like so drained every day and my favorite part of the day, I looked forward to going to bed at night and I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of where I am right now. I'm just looking forward to sleeping for seven, eight hours and just not stressing over it. Although one time I was so stressed about this test, I woke up at like 5 30 which was an hour before my alarm was going to go off and I could not fall back asleep because my stomach was hurting so bad thinking about this test I have such bad test anxiety which I if you struggle with testing anxiety or just anxiety in general I feel I feel for you because I get so nervous to take tests and I feel like it has improved because During COVID, you know, we had this weird like testing online, but obviously people cheated and so it wasn't as daunting, but back in person, we have like more tests, they're more rigorous, and it's just, we don't really know how to take tests anymore in person in a classroom setting, and so I would just get so anxious, in the first semester, every time I took a test, it would be like, I would be so anxious over that test. Now it's better, but I still get anxious over certain tests. And I get like goosebumps, I start shaking. That hasn't happened in a while, but it did happen with that one test a few weeks ago. I woke up early and I started shaking. And even though that wasn't even, I kind of drifted off from what I was saying. There are a million other things, small things in your life. So our favorite part of the day should not be going to bed. There are so many other things that are better than going to bed at night. Small things. And maybe you're not looking forward to something in the day. Maybe, maybe your day, your life just sucks right now. Maybe your day-to-day life is just sucks. Okay, so then what? what else can you look forward to in the future? A few weeks or a month? depending on how bad you need it. If you need something to keep you going for two more weeks, fine. what's in two weeks. Maybe you plan to have a movie night with your friends in two weeks. So then you keep remembering that in the back of your mind to keep you going. So some examples, I know Valentine's Day already passed, but Valentine's Day, spring break is coming up for a lot of people. Even summer break, if that's going to keep you going. Um... Personally, I'm looking forward to summer break. I am so excited for summer break to bike everywhere. I'm going to get a job. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited to just walk around and yeah, I could talk about summer break for a whole episode. I probably will make an episode when it gets warmer about my favorite things to do in the summer. But I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to a concert with my friend. I'm going to a Tame Impala concert. I'm so excited for that. And I obviously have spring break. I can't wait to go to spring break. I'm going somewhere warm. Um, I can get my license this summer, which I'm so beyond excited for because I'll I'll be able to get my license in still the beginning of summer. So I'll have like two months to just drive around with my friends, drive Wherever I want, not wherever, but I'm so beyond excited for that. So I have these four, these four little things. Well, some of them aren't so little, but you know, the concert, getting my license, those keep me going because I'm like, if I keep pushing now, I'll be closer and closer to the Tame Paula concert. I'll be closer and closer to summer break, to spring break. Spring break's coming up. So just finding those little things, and maybe. Your favorite part of the day, maybe something that can keep you going, it doesn't have to be an actual, an actual event like the Tame Paula concert. Maybe it's a reward that you're giving yourself. Maybe your reward is you get to buy this dress you've been eyeing for a long time. And so, if you keep on working, then you have a day set where you're going to buy this dress or you're going to go out to eat. You're just going to treat yourself, and you're going to go to an expensive restaurant and have a nice dinner. Those little things, do something for yourself, whatever it is, whatever can keep you out of this seasonal depression, finding something to look forward to will help so much. Another thing I've been trying to do And I talk about this a lot too. I feel like my podcast is just consists of like five main ideas that I reiterate in different formats. I don't know, um, but the ideas are important. So that's why I always talk about them. But I've talked about this again, but you have to romanticize small things in your life. And I don't want to sound so annoying, like, okay, we get it, romanticize it. What do you even mean by that? Just simple tasks, simple actions that kind of, they're just like things you do every day. Romanticize them, make them more enjoyable, appreciate them. An example would be curling up in bed with a book. Just appreciate that you're in bed. Maybe make your room look aesthetically pleasing or clean your room. Make it a good environment to be in. Light a candle and put some Classical music on in the background. That is romanticizing. That small those small things in your life. Curling up in bed with a book. That's I love reading, but making it more enjoyable would be adding those small touches to just make the action extra special. Making hot chocolate. If you look at it from a viewpoint of, I'm just making hot chocolate, then yeah, you're just making hot chocolate. But if you say. I'm making this hot chocolate, the marshmallows look so cute, I'm making it in my favorite mug and I love the way, I love the way the marshmallows kind of bob up and down in the hot chocolate. That is romanticizing the simple action of making hot chocolate. You know, you've got to romanticize those small things, make them better than they might actually be. And by doing that, you're also changing your mindset, you're also finding the joy and simplicity And all of these things help with the seasonal depression. And I just kind of said that romanticizing small things in life, appreciating small things in life, um, if you're kind of confused on how to differentiate the two, romanticizing is taking a simple action and adding other touches to it that make it more special than it really is. If you... Just, you can't, you don't have time to curl up in bed with a book or make hot chocolate. Why don't you make hot chocolate and drink it while you're doing your homework? If you want to romanticize doing studying or homework or work for a job, get hot chocolate in your favorite mug, put some really nice marshmallows in it, and put a candle on, classical music in the background, get in your favorite sweater or your comfy clothes, fuzzy socks um, arrange your desk to be clean, tidy, and spray your favorite perfume or cologne or whatever, whatever it is to romanticize this daunting task of studying or working or whatever. Just adding those special little details makes it more enjoyable. When I, for my classes, for one of my classes, I like to make quizlets out of the notes I have to study and making quizlets if you're just sitting on your desk just typing at your computer can seem really boring you don't want to do it but what I like to do is I like to play music in the background because it's not when I'm studying I don't like to play music because it distracts me so I'll usually play jazz or classical music that doesn't have words in it but for quizlets I'm not actually doing studying, I'm just copying my notes into a quizlet format. So I play music in the background, I light a candle, I curl up in my bed with my computer because it's not something I really need to do at a desk. Just those small acts of romanticizing homework and studying make it ten times better. And I'm about to do that later this afternoon. I'm going to make quizlets, play some music, get comfortable... And it's going to be not great, but it's going to be better than it would have been. And appreciating the small things is just random things that don't really mean a lot. Just appreciate them. Examples, how your cheeks get red in the cold. If we have this cold, this winter, this blech weather, we can't do anything about that. So what are small things about the weather we can appreciate? Example, how your cheeks get red in the cold, you're going outside and it's just really cold. Another example, maybe you have a really flattering coat. You love wearing your coat outside. It looks really good, makes you feel good. Or another example, when the grass is frosty and you step on it and it makes a funny, not funny, but it makes a satisfying crunching sound. Those random small things, especially about the cold weather, help ease the seasonal depression helps you find joy in random things and another thing that i talked about a lot in my friendship episode specifically friendship part one when you laugh so hard with your friends your stomach hurts you can do that in any weather you know the weather doesn't affect how hard you can laugh with your friends and how much fun you guys can have so appreciate those small things you can do those small things even when the weather sucks so use that you know use that to your advantage I mentioned setting up time for self-care because it's easy to forget to take care of ourselves during winter and I talked about my haircut I needed to get a haircut I felt so disgusting with my long hair I just I needed a haircut. I had to prioritize myself. I had to do self-care. Even though I wasn't cutting my own hair, someone else cut it for me, I was still taking care of myself. During the worst point in my life, which I think I talked about this in my episode, Back to Everyday Life, where I just really highlighted how hard COVID had hit everything. The worst point in my life was, I think a year a little over a year ago a year and a few months ago it was like November December during COVID I did not take care of myself I COVID really hit me hard online school hit me hard and I can make an episode specifically about online school because I actually think I want to now that COVID cases are going down at least I know not all places are as fortunate for that to happen But in the United States, COVID cases are going down, like way down, which I've never been more thankful for anything in my life. Like, I'm so beyond grateful that COVID cases have gone down because I can go into a whole episode on this, and I will. I will make an episode on COVID and online school and how much it's affected people. But anyways... That worst point in my life was during this online school. And I did not take care of myself. I did not, I didn't even, I would wake up and I would stay in my pajamas all day. I wouldn't brush my teeth until lunchtime. And I wouldn't even comb my hair. I would just sit in my bed. I wouldn't get out of bed because with online school, you didn't have to get out of bed. And some people thought that was a great thing. I, I thought that was a horrible horrible thing I just I didn't get out of bed I couldn't I didn't have motivation I would wake up one minute before I had to get on the google meet for class and then I would get on and that's how it happened I didn't take care of myself at all and because of that my mental health was so much worse and in the summertime I was great everything was fine because I took care of myself in the summer, but I think just this cold weather, not having sunlight in my room, it really affected me, and obviously COVID had a huge impact on me and my mental health, and so many other people's mental health. COVID just took a toll on everything, but I know that everything could have been better if I just took care of myself, did little things. Even just showering and doing your skincare, a little bit of makeup. Again, romanticizing showering. Maybe you use this body wash that smells really good and use a matching lotion when you get out of the shower. And doing your skincare. You play music and you do skincare and a little bit of makeup. And you just appreciate those small things. Romanticize those small things. That can help so much because even if you feel like I'm so stressed, I don't know what's happening, working out, showering, doing some skincare or makeup, that just improves the situation so much. And self-care doesn't just mean things like showering and skincare and all that. Self-care can mean doing things you love. Maybe you like to paint. Maybe you like to write. Maybe you like reading. Self-care is doing things you love. And all of that helps the seasonal depression. It is so critical that we take care of ourselves during winter. It's so easy to not do it because in winter, again, we stay inside more. We don't get enough sunlight. We don't leave our houses a lot. Maybe some people do. I don't leave my house. I guess if you live in a city, you have to leave your house, but I don't leave my house that much in the winter except for school and other various things. But it's so easy to stay inside. Go outside. Do things that make you happy. Go to a store and buy something you've been eyeing for a long time. Give yourself that treat. Find that thing to look forward to. We have to put an effort to help with seasonal depression because again... So many people experience it, but it's about trying to improve the situation. Seasonal depression, I feel like, doesn't go away until, obviously, the weather gets warm. So it's all about how can we help this? How can we make the situation better so we lessen the effects of seasonal depression? That is all I have to say on seasonal depression. If you go through seasonal depression, again... I mentioned not this medical diagnosis, but the broader term, just feeling gloomy because of the weather, or maybe you do have diagnosed seasonal depression. If you go through it, hopefully these tips can help, and I feel for you, I empathize with you, and just know that the warm weather it is coming your way, it is coming soon. So we just have to hang in there and find those things to keep us going. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode and I'll see you next time.